Alright, hello guys, welcome to BDW Podcast, and I'm James. By the way, today we have no Peggy because she has been busy for her midterm exam, but I finished off then. So today I'm gonna be the only host for today. But if you miss Peggy, just leave a comment below, then I will tell her she'll be happy. And let's, today's topic is Australia is more than kangaroos. Let's kick it off. Of course, we are talking about Australia, so we are also having our another Australian friend who is now living in Taipei, and his name is Sean. It's Sean, right? It is yeah. Sean, yeah. thank you for joining us. Uh, pleasure to be here. How are you going, Matt? Yeah, good, mate. It's, a, it's, yeah, a, yeah. it's been. Uh... It's a bit good. ordinary with the weather at the moment, but mm-hmm. otherwise staying fit and healthy. Yeah, and good. As our convention, just now. How? What do you do in Taiwan? You know, people. Our audience. Okay, so I'm uh, I'm doing a exchange semester. Yeah. Um, I'm doing a, a bachelor's of international politics yeah. back home. Mm-hmm. So I decided to come to Taiwan because yeah. I heard heard good things about the business school here. Mm-hmm. Um, I also used to live in Taipei. Um, I lived here for about four years. Before? Before, yeah. Really? Yeah, yeah. For so what? 2000, uh, I was just like, I did some part-time study like at oh. Shida and learned a bit of Chinese. Oh, uh, okay. You know, yeah. working at the yeah, Bushiban. Yeah. Oh, you're like, working in yeah, Bushiban? Trick. To teach like English. Yeah, or... yeah. Oh, really? It was interesting. But what made you back? I mean, four years. I've got so many work. friends here. Oh, a lot of Taiwanese yeah, friends. Yeah, uh-huh. um, Taiwanese friends, international yeah. friends, everyone's just kind of like, People that are doing masters here, yeah. And so I was back in Australia for a year, mm-hmm. and, uh, continuing yeah. my studies, and thought, you know what, mm-hmm. coming back. Okay. And how's <laughs> how's everything so far? Because you know, I used to like food or culture. I, people. I missed I missed the food so much when I was home. We have a lot of Taiwanese food back in Melbourne, but yeah. this it's kind of like really fancy restaurants. We don't have like the the real cheap night market food. Which, oh, okay. reason, that's really it. unique in Taiwan. Yeah, I was yeah? missing it so much. Yeah? Like this, uh, or like Bafang Yunji. Like the, oh, wow. You like, know Bafang Yunji? Yeah. Like, I, I mean, I didn't eat it often <laughs> here, but as soon as I went home, I was like, yeah. God damn, I need some. I need some dumplings. I need some gotier, right? Yeah, gotier. Okay. You like? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, it's also pretty cheap yeah. in Taiwan. Yeah. 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 And we have a, a Din Tai Fong that opened in Melbourne uh, maybe a couple of years oh, ago. Oh, really? We got Din Tai Fong in Yeah. So, that's that was really good. Every couple of months mm-hmm. i'll be like yep mm-hmm. i need but the only person where go there is asian or actually a lot of Australia. i, I took a lot of my friends there but um i think melbourne's quite multicultural and like everyone uh, i mean we can get into the topic of what is australian yeah. food later mm-hmm. if you want oh to yeah, yeah yeah i can i can talk about it later <laughs> yeah that's, yeah so uh, that's a mess that so one. right now that's back to our topic yes go on so does australia has a lot of kangaroos is that true or yes, yes. yeah we have millions of kangaroos millions of kangaroos. yeah so yes. So it's like when you're walking on the street, you can see kangaroos just suddenly just pop out. <laughs> Koala is just, you know crabbing on so the street. Not so much in the city, but since the since the corona thing, um, ah, okay. a lot of the cities have been like quite deserted. So I've seen a lot ah. of videos of like kangaroos just jumping through like the main city streets. Yeah, like yeah. it didn't take long for them to. So when when you're driving again. on the street, you could probably hit the kangaroos. It's possible. Uh, I reckon now you could back. Back before all this, uh, in the city, you won't see any kangaroos, but even just going maybe half an hour out of the city, mm-hmm. kangaroos everywhere. Wow. Oh my gosh. Yeah. yeah. So it's a big thing. You can see, like, if, if you land at the airport, 
you can see kangaroos as soon as you arrive. Really? It's just like kangaroo, like there'd be a hill and just kangaroos everywhere. You mean when you are still in the yeah, yeah. in the airplane, you yeah. can see kangaroos oh, yeah. jumping on the wow. Even just driving from the airport wow. back to the city. Oh, that is really yeah. cool. Kangaroos yeah. are, and they're pretty chill. Like, uh, kangaroos. They are cute, actually. Yeah, they're they're just, like, and they don't do anything. They just kind of like chill. They, they lie down. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they just hang mm-hmm. out. They're, <laughs> they're pretty friendly. Yeah. Okay. So, what's the most ridiculous stereotype you have heard from foreigners about Australia? Oh, that's a question. Like, um, like I say, it's a lot of kangaroos and koalas, but it seems like not a stereotype, right? I guess the yeah. I guess the stereotype. I don't know. Um, that like, there's there's always the thing like, do we ride kangaroos? Can we, like, <laughs> do you ride? <laughs> yeah, do you ride kangaroos? Do you ride kangaroos? Really? No, we don't. But do you pet kangaroos? Yeah, you can. They're pretty chill. Pretty chill? Yeah. But the, a lot the big, of them do that. The big adult males can get a little bit territorial. and oh, really? They're quite big. So when they stand up properly, uh-huh. like, they're taller than... How tall could be? Two meters. Two meters. Or maybe one, oh, 180 or something. Like uh-huh. the, the, the adult males are quite scary. Really? If they're, uh, okay. There's a, there's a great video on YouTube of this big kangaroo having a fight with some farmer's dog. I don't know. Who's winner? Who's winner? We'll put a link to this. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I'll, I'll find out. I'll find yeah. out. Yeah. This kangaroo has got the dog in a headlock. Like, yeah. Holding the, like, it's a kangaroo. It's holding the dog like this. Yeah. And then the farmer runs over to like, protect his dog. It's really funny. And he, and he, he goes up to fight. Like he's got his hands up to fight the kangaroo. Yeah. And the kangaroo lets go of the dog and gets up in his face. Yeah. Like he's ready to fight. Oh my God. And the dude just punches the kangaroo yeah. in the chin. Uh-huh. And the kangaroo just stands there like, what? And then like they're squaring off for a little bit. And the kangaroo runs away. In the but it's the, is kangaroos <laughs> a really dangerous animal? They can be, yeah. They I can mean, be, right? Like, like any. They got really strong muscles. Yeah, yeah, like it's a wild animal. Like they'll, oh my gosh. They'll hurt you if they want to. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, not. But most of them are fine. And they taste good. Okay. <laughs> taste good. I'm going to talk about Australian food later. Okay. Right. So, uh, before we uh, officially officially kick off in Australian war, we're going to have to learn something. Or mm-hmm. Learn some war. You know, Australia is famous for its Australian land. Of yeah. course, America they got uh, American land and British got British land. So, yeah. I'm going to learn some Australian land. So, before we start it. So, could you teach me something like really if I have Australian friends in the future, mm. and as as soon as they hear what I say, they will be, oh my gosh, how do you yeah. know that? I want to learn something native people will say. I think there's two there's two ways to understand Australian slang. Yeah. Um, like being able to guess what someone else is saying, because Australian slang is very like we just make up shit. We make up words. We make up we shit. Love it. Yeah. Really? Okay. It, the more made up a word is, the more creative it is. Like the the better slang. So, what do you mean? Can you just make an example? And I'm gonna take a like, So generally, we take a long word, we cut it in half. So yeah, yeah. afternoon becomes avo. Avo. Breakfast is brekkie. Yeah, brekkie. Um, <laughs> the bottle shop. So we call it like uh, like an alcohol bottle shop. bottle shop. We call it a bottle shop. Oh, okay. But that's not good enough. Yeah. So we call it a bottle o. Bottle o. Yeah, it's more short. Yeah, so I'm gonna I'm gonna go down to the bottle o, Yeah, grab some beers. I'm gonna bottle o, Yeah, I guess a beer. <laughs> yeah. So that's a really naked way to say yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Or like a like a gas station. Yeah, we call it a servo. Uh huh. Like a service station, servo. Server station. Yeah. And that's another thing as well. Oh, Putting, if if a word is short, then we 
add an O or a Y to the end of it. What do you mean? So like, yeah. so like a like, um, well like, uh, break breakfast. Breakfast. Breaky. Breaky. So Bre- okay, you, you shorten it and then add a Y. Uh, or, or <laughs> add Y. Why is Y? Just, I don't know because uh, it just sounds like a breaky. Yeah, it, just, yeah, it kind yeah, of cutens yeah. it up a little bit. Yeah, it makes yeah, it a little yeah. bit more mm-hmm. kind of relaxed. Mm-hmm. Like the word is not quite. Uh, yeah. I don't so know. you specifically use the word while you're talking with um, native speak. Oh, with, absolutely. With Australian, yeah, yeah. not for foreigners. Of course. Yeah, I think the hardest one of the hard things is, I mean, it, it sounds really stupid, but like switching between Australian English and like international English, because I live with a, a, a couple of Italians. A lot of my friends here are yeah, Italianese yeah. or mm-hmm. Russian or. Spanish or something. Yeah. And so I, I, I have to speak in like international, international English. And so I say things like sweater and uh, sneakers and things like this. Back in Australia, like we have different words for everything. What, what do you say sweater? Jumper. Jumper. Say jumper. Like so, jump? Like a jump. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I don't know why. I'm not, I haven't researched it. Ever since you were a child, you just been <laughs> yeah, tell that. jumper. Yeah. Okay. And so. Jumper. And how about sneakers? Tell me what do you say? Uh, sneakers are runners. A runner? A runner, like a running a shoe. A runner? Yeah, so pop on your running shoes. Wow, it's, yeah. Yeah, it's quite unique. Yeah, it's different. So I think I spent, uh, yesterday I spent like the whole day on the phone to my sister. So yeah. I was very in the Australian yeah, language yeah, yeah. mood. Uh-huh. As soon as I got off the phone, I said to my housemate, <laughs> your jumper's on the, <laughs> your jumper's on the low ball. Uh, okay. And like, what? She looked Jump- at me, she jumper? looked at me like I had two heads. She was uh, like, was that English? What, what are you it? talking about? <laughs> uh, oh, I mean, oh, sorry, it's Australian. Your sweaters are on the coffee table. So it's only like really <laughs> short war, or it could be a complete yeah, sentence. Like yeah, yeah. Long sentence. You could, you could do, yeah, and you just make it up out of these kind of like random words. Like, uh, and then we have weird, weird phrases for things. So, like, okay. before this interview, I yeah. was just out the front punching durries. Punch durries? Punch and durries. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. I was having having a cigarette. Uh huh. So we have these different, like, punch and durries. Punching durries. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, um, Oh, I said one time, uh, I was at a bar with some Americans. And Americans are really funny because, like, oh, yeah, that, that they, they, they've they learned English the American way. Uh, and I think it's generally harder for them to kind of change their their view of, of English. Oh, uh, okay. And so, like, I know, like, the Brits use a lot of different slang. You mean they don't use American English that... Yeah, yeah like they, huge, it's yeah. harder for them yeah, to kind okay. of switch into like, ah, a, okay. to, to try, and, try and understand what someone's saying. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. So I was with... <laughs> I was with uh, I was with another Australian and a few Americans, and I said, "I'm just going to duck out the front and punch a fag." What? And they were like, and "So in American English, that sounds real bad." <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Sounds so, bad. Sounds bad. No, not good. And they were all just looking at me like, "What did this dude just?" It sounds like you're not fighting with someone. Yeah, yeah. Like I'm going to attack a gay person. <laughs> and they're like, and my other Australian friend, he just died laughing. And he was just crying, like he knew what I meant. And and the Ameri- and he knew that the Americans had a completely different. So what does that really mean? Uh, go and have a cigarette. Uh, okay. Yeah. So <laughs> can can you repeat yeah. that again? Punch a fag. Punch a fag. Punch a fag. Yes. Yeah. I'm going to. Yeah. Have a so we we call cigarettes fags. Um, like we don't use that word in America. That word is like oh. a like a I don't know an insult for gay people, but in Australia, like we don't generally. Or especially in this context, like yeah. you don't—that's not what we mean. Yeah, we just mean secret. Mm. So okay, cool. Yeah. So sometimes you you make up by yourself. I yeah, mean, and we make up words all the time. As a slang for a beer, I said um, I refer to them as froth dogs or froth dingoes. 
Frothingos. Yeah, Frothingo. Oh my gosh. And whoever I was talking to, they, they immediately understood what I meant yeah. from the context of like, we're having a, you know, mm. drinking a couple of cheeky but Frothingos. But Frothingos doesn't relate it to, to beer at all. I mean, no, I no. Can, it's not obvious yeah, it's, at it's, all. It's, 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 like a, it's like a step in logic, like 10 different steps away from beer. Yeah. Because, oh. so Frothingo <laughs> would have come from, yeah. from Frothy. Frothy is kind of a common term for a beer, which... Frothy. A frothy. So it's specifically for beer. <laughs> yeah. But for or, or wine? Like, or like, How about for wine? You, or? you wouldn't really use it, because in English, like, froth... Well, we say froth with an F, but, like, froth is, like, like on a coffee. Like, the oh, okay. the foamy milk, we call it the froth. Oh. And so on a beer, the foam at the top of the beer, we call uh, that the froth. Oh, okay. And then, so, a frothy one would be uh-huh. a glass of beer. Yeah, and then yeah. I changed, I then went further and called it a froth dingo. Wow. So whoever I was talking to was like, okay, yeah, I know what you mean. Okay, like, that's pretty. That's pretty common in Australian slang. We just kind of like mm. make up words and evolve words, yeah. and, and it's kind of like a little bit cool. And it's very commonly used. Yeah, yeah. It's very commonly used. I don't know, commonly used, but like it's common for people to like make up make up words. Right. And well, it's kind of the more the more weird the better. <laughs> the more the weird the better. Yeah. Okay. Like there was there was a time I don't know like five years ago where everyone kept referring to their hat as a lid. What? Yeah, like the, like the lid of a uh, okay. of a cup. Yeah. So your hat was your lid. Yeah. <laughs> and wow. Like your hat is lid. Yeah, yeah. It just like, oh man, cool lid you're wearing today. <laughs> cool lid <laughs> you're wearing today. <laughs> yeah, like just. But can it be changed by time? I mean, when the time passing and probably this generation. Yeah, it's the same difference. Yeah, like, yeah, they, yeah. So there's different slang. Like oh. my parents' generation would have used different slang, and it's yeah. just constantly evolving. So your parents probably don't understand why you mean. Definitely, yeah. Right. They definitely don't understand. So okay, that's quite interesting. <laughs> wow, maybe I, if I move to Australia now, I'd be used to it. Yeah, yeah. I think the hardest part about learning, yeah, like trying to interpret very Australian. Do you want to call it? Yeah, <laughs> like, dialect. Yeah, yeah it could be a dialect. Trying to guess what someone's trying to say. Yeah, because no. people are going to just talk mm-hmm. absolute nonsense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so interesting. <laughs> that's, right, it's going to be the tough one. Okay, so but if you want to learn, if you want to impress your Australian friends, say Arvo, say Brecky, Brecky, um, Bottolo, Bottolo, Shopo. That's pretty much enough. Yeah, really. Or just take any word and just put an O. <laughs> but yeah, but even um, names like names, especially like my in Australia, I'm Shawnee or Shono. Shono, yeah. Just is it sounds like more fancy or yeah, yeah. Well, it's, it's kind Show. of like it's like a little bit of a, a cute term of endearment. So like, if I'm going to sleep, I'm gonna sleep oh Yeah, or you be you be Jamo. Ja- uh, gems could be yeah, Jamo. Yeah, you be Jamo. Wow. Yeah. Or Jamie. Shano, Jamie. Yeah. I think you wouldn't often get called. It's just more. Silly. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> definitely. Yeah. But in everyone needs a nickname. That's the, uh, I think, I think okay. that's the thing. Jamo, everyone, yeah. And it's like once you have a nickname of someone, then it's a bit more personal. <laughs> yeah. So, um, and so people yeah. try and use nicknames. You mean you can often. increase the intimacy, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. The glance you. Getting close. Oh, it's very cute. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Maybe next time you can call me Jamo. I'll, I'll be calling uh, you Jamo. And I'll call you Samo. Shamo. Yeah. Shamo. Okay, cool. Okay, now, so, I think we're, I'm, I'm kind of qualified being um, 5% of Australian. I think so. Because there is yeah. something Australian slang. Right? Yeah, absolutely. Right. I think okay. that's the okay. So, let's uh, dig into Australian word more, mm-hmm. more deeply. So, let's talk about the, the area of Australia. It's about geographical location. So, I know it's break down into, like, uh, 
in the south south New Wales thing. Yeah, so New, New South Wales. Uh, New South Wales. Uh, that's the biggest state with yeah. uh, like Sydney, yeah. um, Newcastle. Newcastle. Uh, I think most. I think no. Yeah, Sydney's definitely the the. Sydney, what I'm talking about. New South Wales. Yeah, I want to ask a question before it is. Sorry. Uh, there's a lot of mix up with Sydney and Canberra. I mean, which is capital? Capital is Canberra. Canberra, Canberra. kind of like Washington, D.C. Oh, where yeah. Canberra is its own state. Ter- it's called territory. territory. It's not exactly a state. Yeah. Um, it's basically just the size of the city yeah. of Canberra. Yeah. So they there was an argument between Melbourne and Sydney. What was our Who wants to be the capital? Ah, okay. So, yeah, a hundred years ago when the country kind of uh-huh. came together, it started off as a bunch of different mm-hmm. colonies. Yeah. Um, it used to be colonized by yeah, the British, right? Yeah. So, yeah. when the colonies came together, decided we want to be a country. Yeah. I think they invited New Zealand, but New Zealand said no. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I think yeah. Fiji as well, like one of the. Oh, islands. yeah, Fiji. Yeah. yeah. Um, but then they had to decide where to put the capital. But has capital changed? I mean, before it, it was, used to be like... I think it was city. originally Melbourne for a little bit, for like a, maybe 10 years or something. Oh, it, really? It was originally Melbourne, ah, and okay. then Sydney were like, no, we want to be the capital. And Melbourne's like, no, we want to be the capital. Right, so they said, okay, let's build a city between <laughs> Melbourne and Sydney. Let's pick up. In the middle of nowhere, in the mountains. Yeah. We'll make it as hard as to get to as we can. <laughs> Put it in a terrible climate. <laughs> <laughs> terrible climate? Terrible climate. In Canberra? In Canberra. Yeah, because it's it's freezing cold in the winter. It's like it snows. It's it's freezing. Yeah, it's up in the mountains. It's like it's terrible. But I mean, Melbourne is even in the southern part. Yeah, so Melbourne's quite quite should be more freezing. Should be more freezing, but it's Melbourne's got quite a weird geography where we've got mountains to the north, um, basically Antarctica to the south, Uh, and the kind of like the coastal um, climate, and then the desert is very close to the to the west. To the west. So depending yeah. on which way the wind is coming from, mm. you get completely different weather. Wow. Like it can be really dry, hot. It can, oh. be, it can be like crazy cold, uh, even even in within one day. And I also it's, heard this could be four seasons in one day, right? Yeah. In yeah. Canberra or... No, Canberra is just terrible. Just terrible. Yeah. Four terribles in one four day. Four terribles. <laughs> wow. Yeah. I'm being mean to Canberra. Canberra's nice. It's quite a beautiful city. Uh-huh. Um, but what's the biggest difference between Sydney and you know, those big metropolitan... Sydney, Melbourne, Brisbane, mm. and Canberra. What's the biggest difference? I think so. Every city has kind of developed its own little culture of like what yeah. they find important in life. Yeah. I guess might be an easy way to say. Yeah. Um, like for instance, like in Taiwan, in Taipei is more like modernized. You know, we yeah. got a lot of big yeah. buildings, tall buildings. But in the south, we got also another metropolitan, and mm-hmm. it's more like. In the south, we're called they're more rural. Yeah, you know, rural. sure. So yeah, so what's it different? Well, Sydney, I think of the major countries. cities, they're all pretty much the same. They're just oh, big, much big cities. Yeah. Um, but then, like in Melbourne, we have uh, we're very proud of our sort of music scene, um, our, oh. our cafe culture. Uh, we have a lot of museums. So you say you're just more aesthetic. Yeah, I think it's definitely more aesthetic, and the kind of people that move because there's a lot of migration within. Australia, a lot of people move to different cities. Um, so Melbourne attracts a lot of like the kind of the creative people, um, yeah, yeah. and a lot of the sports. Like the, the last, co- it's called the capital, the sports capital of Australia. Oh, Australia. really? In Melbourne? So yeah, we got a lot of like the, the creative, a lot of the sports. Yeah. Um, and then Sydney is quite business oriented. Ah, okay. So a lot of like the big major multinational 
company. It's got uh, a headquarter in Sydney. Um, it's very uh, business friendly yeah. in Sydney. It much, like, much more than yeah. Melbourne. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Brisbane, the climate's fantastic. Oh, it's okay. like beautiful kind of tropical weather, warm weather all yeah. year. So a lot of a lot of sort of beach culture in yeah. in um, Brisbane, a lot of uh, sort of tourism as well. Mm-hmm. And Canberra is just no. Just, just built <laughs> for argument, right? Yeah, pretty yeah, much. Pretty just, much, uh, okay. Just administration mm-hmm. and, and uh, yeah. yeah. But it's also like kind of a big city. It's also big yeah, it's, city. A, it's a fairly big city. I don't know by like world standards. I think Canberra is maybe only 300,000, something Three, like that. 300,000 yeah. population. And then sort of Melbourne and Sydney uh, are like 5 million or something mm-hmm. like that. But which city has the highest price of, in terms of, House housing or I think Sydney 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 be the most expensive because it's quite they have I think a larger um, uh, sort of mean income ah, okay. in Sydney because uh, really? it's, it's quite business oriented so they have uh, yeah like I think higher income higher income monthly. higher cost so if but every, Melbourne's not far away from that mm-hmm. I think it's quite expensive mm-hmm. for them too so if the Australian they graduated from school they mm-hmm. normally tend to be working in Sydney or Melbourne. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, yeah I mean, there's there's that. definitely other in like in Western Australia, uh, in Perth. Oh, in Perth, was, I know Perth. The last sort of ten years that we had a like a big mining boom, where um, a lot of mining companies were hiring people, people making a lot of money to work as a, as a miner. Oh, okay. so <laughs> that was a, uh-huh. that was a real big deal for yeah. like ten years. Yeah, miner for what for uh, mining iron or coal, coal, yeah, gold. No, no gold. Mm, Probably if they're lucky. <laughs> Find some gold. Yeah. yeah. But I, yeah, there was a yeah, it was a really big mining. That, yeah. that was a big deal for the Australian economy yeah. during the like, mm. financial crisis. Oh, Australia yeah, yeah. around two thousand, yeah, two thousand six, eight, something like that. Yeah, the um, Australia didn't suffer as much as sort of yeah. some of the other like the you know, the Americas and, and Europe because yeah. uh, I think Australia had quite a lot of trade with mm-hmm. China and Japan and yeah. stuff like this yeah. exporting raw uh, minerals yeah. and resources like yeah. this so mm-hmm. that kind of worked i think mm-hmm. um but now it's now this yeah. industry is like getting smaller it's yeah yeah almost disappeared pretty yeah, much yeah, pretty much, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, how about for the victoria era victoria mm-hmm. area is what what is i mean what is famous for so victoria the state Are of victoria like- i think is pretty famous for we have a lot of wine Wine? We, we make a lot of wine. Oh, really? Yeah, the climate's quite... It's very hilly. You eat a large amount of wine. In- we, we, we drink tons of wine. Tons think, of wine. And it's between the, uh, between Victoria, the state of Victoria and the state of South Australia, where Adelaide is. Yeah. They're quite famous for, mm. for wine-growing regions. Yeah. Um, and then uh, the the sporting... I think the sporting industry. Sporting yeah. industry. Yeah. Um, basketball or... Basketball league or... Ooh. Everything. Everything. What you got? Uh, rugby. Rugby. Two kinds of rugby. Kinds, football. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, like soccer. Yeah. Australian rules football is quite... Yeah. I don't know if you've seen this sport. It's crazy. Uh, Australian what? Australian football. Australian football. It's a completely different sport. It's not soccer? Else. We, have, we have soccer and we have Australian football. Okay, and you've got rugby. And we've well. got rugby. As well. Two kinds of rugby. Two kinds of yeah. rugby. Rugby league and rugby union. Whoa. Uh, for some reason, they're different sports somehow. But yeah. <laughs> yeah. Two kinds yeah, of in the same rule. There's similar rules. I think similar they have rules, different right? different rules. Uh-huh. I'm not sure okay. how they're different, but mm-hmm. they're very very popular. Very popular. And then 
Mm. We still have baseball. We have cricket. We have basketball. Mm-hmm. Swimming. Swimming. <laughs> Swimming's a big thing. So sporting is quite a big thing in Australia. Yeah, right. Very, yeah. I think... Thriving. Like, thriving. Thriving. It's, it's something that, like, I think most young people have a team that they play oh, really? sport for. Like, Join during, a school club. Or yeah, school club. Uh, like, during school, even after school, like, a lot of my friends now, yeah. most of my friends, I would say, have, a, like, a social competition sport they yeah. play. Yeah. Just, just, like, casually. Casually. But, yeah, yeah like, netball, basketball... Well, a lot of things. Soccer, not a ball. A lot of ball. Yeah, okay. Just, we love balls. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, it's kind of big thing. <laughs> so how about for a, oh, a Queensland? Queensland. Yeah. Yeah, because one of my friends is going to start in Queensland in the oh, future. Yeah. Very, very popular amongst the Taiwanese. I've really? Met, I've met a lot of Taiwanese people that in have... In Queensland? That have either studied in Queensland or visited Queensland mm-hmm. or... Um, but how's Queensland? I mean, for most of big big city, they mm-hmm. are located in... Near Wilson? Yeah, so they're, they're quite south. Uh, Queensland's a massive state. It's enormous. It's like the size of Texas. Yeah. It's crazy. But like, what's special there? Ooh, just the weather, I think. The weather's quite nice. It's quite nice. Yeah. yeah. Um, I don't know. I've been to Brisbane a couple of times. I don't know what is their particular mm-hmm. specialty, but I think just the weather. Everyone's very quite chill. Everyone's yeah. friendly. And also quite a, like, a lot of good schools there. Yeah, a lot and of Queensland, University is quite you know in a high ranking. Of, yeah, of yeah, the world, right? yeah, yeah. There's a lot of quite high ranking universities mm-hmm. in Australia, so it's a good place for studying. Definitely, yeah. yeah. Definitely. I haven't worked out why it's so popular for Taiwanese people to go to. You met a lot of Taiwanese. Met a lot of Taiwanese people really? in Australia. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Maybe we got exchange program lots. I think a lot of exchange yeah. programs or the working holiday. Mm. Um, oh yeah, working holiday. We're going to cover working yeah, holiday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 And also uh, for the. Tasmania, right? Is this an area? Is it like Tasmania? A state? Yeah, it's yeah, a it's state. A, it's a tiny little state island yeah. in the south of Australia. Yeah. Compared to the mainland of Australia, it looks tiny. It's just this little island. Yeah. It's twice the size of Taiwan. <laughs> Even it's smaller yeah, it looks ones, so but small. it's twice size. It's twice as big as oh Taiwan. My... With okay. about maybe two percent the population of Taiwan. Wow, it's, it's around just one empty. one million. Uh Less, I think it's Less, it's, wow. it's maybe like three hundred thousand. Yeah, and in her Tasmania. Australia is like fifty-two times bigger than Taiwan. Yeah. Oh my gosh! Australia is, is is bigger than Europe, um, about the same size as the US. Oh wow! So, but with just like the middle of Australia is just yeah. desert. There's just nothing. Okay. Like it's it's crazy it's how crazy. big the country is. But how, how yeah. few people there are. But why? That's why you got you know lots of natural view can be seen. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. So what's special in Tasmania? Is Tasmania it, uh, mountains, for tourists. Yeah, it's very it's um the natural beauty in, in Tasmania. Yeah. I think is the biggest mm-hmm. uh, for ocean view. For yeah, or the mountains and the forests because oh. there's just no one there comparatively. No. Oh, also you got like a lot of Aboriginal in Australia. Where yeah. do they live? Well, mostly, mostly I think. It's quite a sad story because, like, when the the British turned up, they said, "Okay, cool, we're going to take this <laughs> this island, this country. Yeah, uh, we're going to start colonies because no one lives here." That was their argument: was that it was a, yeah. an empty country, uh-huh. which is false because there was uh-huh. quite a lot of Aboriginal people living there, uh, different groups, different yeah. sort of tribes and nations. Right, um, that's right, right. And so, with the migration of, of uh, English settlers and and sort of expanding population of Australia, a lot of the Aboriginal people were sort of like 
pushed away from their original lands. So a lot of Aboriginal people, actually mm-hmm. most Aboriginal people still live in cities. Yeah. Um, but they're quite a small pop, uh, percentage of the population. Oh, yeah. I think maybe 2%. Maybe 2 But um, how about for the rest of them? Do they live The in? rest of them kind of, they live in the Northern Territory or oh, Western Northern. Australia. So the North or the West. Okay. Um, yeah. They're quite larger communities. Yeah. There are a lot of communities that uh, are kind of just Aboriginal that yeah. live um, in the more rural or oh, remote parts uh-huh. of the country. Yeah. Um, there's definitely comparatively fewer Aboriginal people mm-hmm. as a percentage of the population yeah. in the eastern states. Mm-hmm. I think most most were kind of pushed really? away. But does your government now really like value those kind of you know historic heritage? <laughs> I mean, they are. I wish they did yeah. more. Um, yeah, definitely better than it was. Yeah. They're definitely making improvements. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, try there's a long way to go still. To yeah. try and to try, like uh, to protect those cultural yeah, heritage, right? yeah, protect and especially like protecting the languages. Oh, think, they got their own language, right? Yeah, course, so every yeah. kind of group has their own language. Oh, okay. Um, there's no like, there's no one Aboriginal language. No, oh, okay. Um, But do they speak Australian? I yeah, mean, yeah. I mean, everyone speaks English now. Yeah. Um, a lot of the communities are trying to keep their own languages, oh, yeah. and and now the government um, or the government, the state governments are trying to uh, encourage the use of the local Aboriginal language. Oh. It's, it's a lot harder than in, like, New Zealand, there's the, the Aboriginal people of New Zealand, the Maori. Oh, the Maori, yeah. um, they, they kind of have a unified language more so than oh, in Australia. Right. So it's, so there's a lot of, like, bilingual in New Zealand between English and Maori. Oh. Um, but in Australia, it's not a It's case. a lot harder because there's it's... so many different languages. Oh, okay. Uh, so th- my local, um, uh, like, the, the traditional owners of... Melbourne were the Wurundjeri people. Yeah. And so they have their own language. Um, I think we, we learn a couple of words. I, I know welcome is Womanjeka. Womanjeka. Okay. But like, yeah, it's really not, not really a language we learn because mm-hmm. it's, it's uh, not particularly useful. But does your government <laughs> you encourage know? you to learn something? They're starting to, they're starting to encourage, they're starting to encourage schools to like teach more of these yeah, languages yeah. and stuff to try, at least try and hold on to some of the heritage oh, okay. of the languages. Yeah. But, I think there's more successful programs in uh, different areas of mm-hmm. Australia, depending on um, sort of the government or local policy. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. But it's the situation is improving slowly. Mm-hmm. It's improving. It's getting better. It's fortunately. Yeah. Yeah. You have to come. <laughs> it's a slow process. Yeah. You have to conserve those. You know, yeah. I think it's stuff. important to kind yeah. of acknowledge mm-hmm. that history as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and also, there's another history is I heard that uh, for your ancestor, mm-hmm. for uh, Australian's ancestor, there are. They are crime from British, right? Yeah, yeah. That's right. a big. That's a. That was a big part of how Australia was um, was developed. Was uh, it was a penal colony, like a, yeah. like a prison colony. So um, a lot of cities began by just uh, England trying to kick out all their criminals. Oh, they okay. ran out of space in their jails. So mm-hmm. they're like, where are we going to put them? Yeah. They couldn't put them in the US anymore because the US too much. They okay. well, they decided to become their own country. Uh, <laughs> so okay, yeah. England's like, what are we going to do with these people? Uh, we've got this big, empty country, so let's just put them there. Oh my god, that's terrible. And it's so far away, they can never come home. Again. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I think a lot of it wasn't mostly prisons, but the people that then went along yeah. to Australia to mm-hmm. kind of uh, become the police and become the the people that like ran shops and stuff to cater for this prison population yeah. yeah and and the people like they wouldn't stay in prison forever once they released they were given land to yeah. 
to farm or to yeah, do whatever. Everything, do everything. Yeah, so it was a, definitely a big driver of the early settling of Australia. Yeah, but then yeah. I think that after that, it was a lot of just sort of regular people that just wanted a new life away from Europe. Yeah. And so they came to Australia. And a lot of immigrants. A lot of, a lot of immig- immigrants. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Even, yeah. even after that, there was, there was a, a massive um, Chinese immigration. Oh, in, really? In the 18... Nineteenth oh. century, yeah. uh, when they found gold mm-hmm. in some of the areas of yeah. southern Australia, so the big gold rush was kind of when Australia really started. A lot of people moved from Europe, oh, wait, uh, yeah. or from the US, mm-hmm. from China, yeah. and so there was definitely um, huge boom in the immigration yeah. in that area. Mm-hmm. So there's been communities of, of Chinese people living in Australia for okay. 150 years. They're really a big mix. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely, uh, the, yeah. the city of, of Ballarat um, has a huge Chinese community from from 150 mm-hmm. years, like a, a, a long time. A lot of Chinatown yeah. there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The, the Chinatown in Melbourne mm-hmm. is, is pretty yeah. big. Yeah. yeah. When it comes to Chinese government, that's made me want to ask a question. Is I've uh, I've seen some news, mm-hmm. videos about how you know, Chinese government is, you know, kind of uh, how interrupting mm-hmm. uh, Australia's politics definitely yeah definitely yeah i even heard that even you uh there's a book in australia Mm -hmm. and it's about how those uh red flag in uh interrupt australia and it's even banned by australian government oh really yeah i haven't read this one but yeah it sounds really it's it's really interesting that australia's kind of caught now between like as a middle power australia can't really affect much change uh, Australia kind of feels like it needs to be tied to a to a world superpower. Yeah. And so oh, for a long time, it was the US. Yeah. Australia was tied to the US economically yeah. Yeah. and um, sort of politically very similar. Yeah. Um, very, very similar um, sort of mind mindset, mindset. To, to, to what the US was sort of doing. Yeah. And then over the last maybe 20 years, 20 years. Uh, Australia yeah. is becoming very closely uh, tied economically to China, China. Yeah. So uh, China is just an enormous partner. So more for, and more Chinese people just immigrating to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Also, um, especially students. Uh, uh, students. Chinese yeah. students. Yeah, huge, huge. I guess a huge market for Australian universities is mm-hmm. is uh, international students, yeah. especially from China. Mm-hmm. And so, um, I think Australia is quite caught now between whether to be friends with China or whether to be friends with the yeah. US. Yeah. So there's a lot of influence by both countries mm-hmm. in politics of Australia. So there's been a lot of scandals mm-hmm. um, where some politicians got a little bit too close to yeah. Chinese donors mm-hmm. that turned out the donor was someone who was working with the Chinese yeah. government or the Secret Service or something. And so there was like like big scandals about oh, so it. Of course, you had got right wing and left yeah, wing. Yeah, right wing, left wing. Arguing for that. Yeah, yeah. So there's, okay. there's a lot of... Um, it's, it's difficult because it's, it's quite caught between the two systems mm-hmm. and the way Australia's political system is made up, the, the federal government, yeah, federal. The, the, the head government, um, is quite uh, worried about China mm-hmm. um, because they have to worry about things like national security, yeah, sure. um, sort of political influence and things yeah. like that. So it's, they're trying to stay quite close to America okay. and... and, and push back on China's political influence a lot. Yeah. Whereas the state governments are more responsible for economic um, 
decisions. Decisions. And so the state governments are getting quite friendly with China because there's, ah. they don't have to worry about national security or okay, any of these things. Yeah. They just worry about exactly. the economy. Yeah. And so staying close to China is very yeah. important for the economy to grow. Yeah. And so we've got this kind of like disagreement between the federal <laughs> government and the state's governments to try and like yeah. stay somewhere in the middle. But now it's still, still a big problem in Australia. Yeah, definitely. And it's going to, I think it's going to continue to become a problem now that um, sort of the, the political influence of China is increasing and maybe yeah. the influence of the US is declining a bit. Yeah. Um, so wow. it's going to be interesting, interesting mm-hmm. times, mm-hmm. but yeah. yeah. We'll see. Yeah. Yeah, politics. Yeah. yeah. How about, where, where is the Uluru? Uluru? Uluru. 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 Yeah, where is Uluru it located? Uluru is um, pretty much the middle of Australia. That's in the yeah, Northern me. Territory. Uh, it's in the North. But geographically, it's, it's very central. Okay. So, yeah. Um, yeah, it's a fantastic, fantastic, fantastic um, mm-hmm. place to visit. Um, just recently, the government banned the climbing yeah. of Uluru. Mm-hmm. So before, it used to be able to climb up the rock. Yeah. Um, like those straight to the rock. Yeah, you could just there was like a path that you could kind of like. Uh, like Do you have to use the rope to the to the top? Uh, I don't think so. I think it was like quite this this part yeah. this side was like quite. <laughs> Like it's still a, like a big hike, uh-huh. but um, you were sort of you were able to walk up there. Oh, okay. um, but then recently, the the traditional owners were always very um, protective of, uh-huh. of the rock because for them it's it's a very spiritual, very sort of religious. And it's also thing. A UNESCO War here. Yeah, exactly. Right. It's it's basically the heart of Australia. It's just this enormous rock in kind of the middle of nowhere, middle of the desert, uh-huh. and it's a, just a rock the size of a mountain. So, and so it was, it was very special to the local people that live there, to the like the Aboriginal communities, uh-huh. um, as sort of a uh, sort of a religious kind of spiritual place. So there's actually someone lived there. Oh yeah, around yeah. the rock. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not really. Not like there's no towns or anything. I mean, there's a small town near yeah, yeah, where yeah. people live, but for uh, them, it's like it's oh, like cool. a like a cathedral or a, like a church for them. Oh, like it's it's quite an important um, place. So recently, they banned the climbing of the rock to kind of. Uh, as a respect for the people uh, that live there, because but now it's open again. No, no, it's still it's still closed. It's still closed. Yeah. Uh, there was there was a bit of um, like the the right wing kind of uh, uh, political parties, like uh, the, yeah. the leader of one of the parties went up to climb it and stuff as like a big political act. Like, no, it's my rock. I, I'm allowed to do whatever I want. And kind of like, no, nah, don't but, do that. It's yeah. <laughs> Please, yeah. please respect the people. Yeah, I should do that. But does it <laughs> respect, uh, represent for any religion? Yeah, I mean, I guess, I mean, it doesn't, it's not really important in terms of like other religions in Australia, but I think it's important to the people, the people. that it's important to. Okay, I don't know. Uh, how about uh, coral and the biggest coral reef? Ah, yeah. Yeah, where, where is it located? The Great Barrier Reef is off the coast yeah. of Queensland. Um, oh, it's located in Queensland. Yeah, it's, it runs the length of almost the entire state of Queensland. Like, it's hundreds of kilometers oh, long. For the whole... For the, for the whole... Um, the, like what what the is that called? What is that called? The Great Barrier Reef. Great Barrier Reef. Yeah, okay. And now it's quite, you know, bleaching, right? It is bleaching at How's a situation fast rate. Because there's so many... Um, and this is to do with the mining boom that came 10 years ago. There was a lot of uh, sort of industry that was set up to export... Um, coal and iron and things oh, okay. from Queensland. And so the a lot of ship traffic, a lot of sort of pollution runoff into the ocean. Yeah. Uh, and just in general, the, 
the warming of the ocean and the changing of the of the sort of natural mm-hmm. balance mm-hmm. in the ocean is mm-hmm. causing sort of increasing problems for the Great Barrier yeah. Reef. So we're seeing every year increases in the amount of the reef that is being bleached. Wow. And so what was originally a very beautiful, like colorful sort of marine paradise. But is now, now they just all turn like, white. All turn white. It looks oh like a gosh. like a skeleton boneyard now. Oh my gosh. Which is so is this mean it's dead or it's, it's, I mean white? it's not dead dead, but um, it's not healthy. It's not right. <laughs> it's not right. How how do you protect them? I mean, for the government, did, have they done anything to well, protect them? It's it's also a war here, dude. Yeah, yeah exactly. I think. Yeah. First of all, the government needs to stop building new ports along where the barrier oh, reef oh, is. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. They they they're constantly a big deal over the last couple of years. Is there's a, a new mine that's opening up in Queensland that's yeah. just enormous in size. Wow. Um, so it'd be very economically good for mm-hmm. the people, mm-hmm. I guess, that own the mine. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe the handful of workers that work there. Yeah. But um, the amount of pollution it brings uh, is just in- increasing every year. Oh, so wow. I think the government needs to definitely rethink the priorities. If they want to protect the Great Barrier Reef, doing things like stopping uh, new mines opening yeah. would be a yeah. good start. Mm-hmm. But I think just definitely more action globally on climate change will, yeah, will help yeah. the situation. I don't think just stopping the mines yeah. will be enough. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, it's, it's, it's a tough one. <laughs> is this now getting worse or now? Because, you mm. know, now a lot of in the world, a lot of economic activity just you know, shut down. Yeah. So, you know, in India, they even see the air is, you know, quite clean. Yeah. It's turned clean. And they can and, see the Himalayas from yeah. like some of those. It's crazy. And also in Shanghai, in, in China. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, the air just getting fresher. Mm. Yeah. So is it getting better for those I coral so. reefs? I don't think it's, I think it's too early to, to, to say, well, I mean, I'm sure it is helping, yeah. Um, uh, yeah. but whether or not it's able to recover. Yeah. Um, and I think we would need to like continue this period of like low mm-hmm. industrial activity for like quite some yeah, time. Yeah, you still have to anything. do this. Yeah. So, I mean, we'll, we'll see what happens. Mm-hmm. Um, I hope, that this kind of crazy time is getting people uh, sort of a bit more passionate about the outcomes. Yeah, it should of, be. Like, we should be. Yeah, yeah. To you know, do more protection about yeah. environment. Because seeing yeah. some of this natural, like kangaroos running through cities yeah. in Australia, like it's yeah, it's it's bizarre and, and interesting. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, yeah. It's it yeah. definitely makes you think about like what's possible. Yeah, if we mm-hmm. sort of change our mm-hmm. behavior towards so, um, yeah. sort of the climate. Mm-hmm. Whatever. So, what's your concept? I mean, for most of Australians, what's your concept between people and wild animal? Because you are quite clo- close mm. to wildlife. Yeah, so I think you, uh, you really value them. Yeah, yeah. Or, I think generally, generally people like in Australia, we just kind of grow up with snakes and spiders, really and things like that. Yeah, so it's very from a young age, we're very like. We understand the nature and we understand how dangerous it can be yeah. and how much it needs to be respected. Because if oh you start God. messing around with snakes, they're mm-hmm. going to bite you. Like, <laughs> you know what <laughs> yeah, I mean? Like, yeah, you, yeah. you need to, sometimes you need to respect nature and yeah. um, especially understand nature as well. Yeah. Um, and like, when you grow up in this environment and it's all you know, like, you don't realize it's any different from how some other places sort of interact with the local 
yeah. sort of wildlife. And so yeah. definitely moving overseas for the first time or even just like visiting other countries, mm-hmm. like I started to get a bit more appreciation for, yeah, yeah, for how, how we feel yeah, about feel. the environment. Sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, even the child in this generation, you know, has it changed? I mean, you know, now we got a you know, tiny little form, you know, yeah, for, for well, child, they just play in their form yeah, you know, instead definitely. of nature, yeah. instead of playing of nature. Yeah, I used to so, work at a cafe yeah. and so many times we'd see like people come in yeah. and the kid would just be like on the phone uh-huh. the whole time. Like, so we just say, like, talk kid? to your child. Yeah, 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 exactly, exactly. <laughs> right. Um, but so do you see the child in this generation is kind of more isolated? with nature yeah i guess people like don't go exploring i mean i don't know it's very it's a very broad answer but like i think generally people are like more connected to the to the outside world through the the thing but more so than sort of like the natural Mm. local world i don't know that's a big generalization but i think it's good and bad that comes from that situation but yeah yeah i think i think generally it's been pretty good with like Australian like relationship with nature yeah, is still nature quite is strong. Still, still yeah. quite strong. Connection is quite strong. Yeah, right? and like, like we get penguins in Melbourne. Penguin? Yeah, we get penguins that come like right up in the city, like yeah. right, right to the beach, and they come Can and they hang survive? out. Can they survive? Yeah, 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 I love it. Penguin. Penguins, yeah. They should be living in such a, f- you know. Yeah, they should freezing be freezing weather, yeah, right? Yeah. Well, that's like in winter in Melbourne, it's cold. Oh, wow. <laughs> so like, yeah, yeah. minus ten. Minus. Oh, not quite that cold. Maybe, maybe, no, four, four. What? <laughs> four is all right, man. No, it's yeah. cold. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But, I mean, it's good good enough for the penguins, I guess. Wow. So they... Well, you also can see penguins. Yeah, yeah. Oh, my, one, of my, um, one of my French buddies, that, when I was living here yeah. for a few years, uh, I was living with a French girl, and she came to Melbourne for the exchange, like a uh, working holiday thing. Yeah. And one of the first things I did was like, all right, jump in the car, we're going to go see the penguins. Oh, drive like five minutes down the street, and she'll be like, "There's a penguin. Penguin is penguin she's here." Like, she's losing her mind. She's like, "What uh, penguin? There's actual penguins, <laughs> like wild penguins." Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Just it's hanging out. Yeah, they're chill. wow, that's cool. <laughs> I got to visit. Yeah, we got so many animals. That's cool. Yeah, it's great. Yeah, like, let's talk about more, uh, more interesting one. Right, let's talk about Australian food. Oh, okay. So, what, what do you have? What do you, have? you know? Food is the easiest way to you know bridge. The people yeah, to bridge yeah. people. So I I've done some research and mm-hmm. I got it's called one of the most bizarre one, not mm-hmm. bizarre or weird. It's called Vegemite. I should have brought you some Vegemite. I had a Vegemite sandwich this morning for breakfast. Really? Bloody fantastic! Can you briefly describe what is Vegemite? Vegemite is a very thick, kind of like a paste. Um, it's a jam. It's it's like a really really thick jam yeah. that is incredibly salty. Very, incredibly, like, incredibly salty. <laughs> like the oh my gosh, the way you eat Vegemite is like you have toast, yeah, a, a little bit of butter. It's the best way to with to yeah. have it, and then a bit. tiny bit of Vegemite, just just scrape <laughs> scrape it on like it's yeah. like almost nothing because the flavor is so strong that if yeah, you, if you put it on a sandwich like it's peanut butter, it's going to be terrible. You're going to yeah. have a very bad time. And <laughs> but for, mo- for most of the common, flavor is crazy strong. For most of common online, it's negative. Yes. Yes. Yeah. It's one of those things. I think it's like our chaldofu, like it's something that you have to <laughs> like, like chaldofu for foreigners. Yeah, it's it's unique. It's got quite a unique flavor. Wow. I think. So for, ex- except saltiness, what what flavor is have? Pretty much just salty. Yeah. Salty. It's just salty. 
it's someone says it's salty. kind of bitter. Yeah, a little, well, I guess a little bit bitter. Because um, it contains vitamin B. Yeah, it's a good source of vitamin B. Is this supplements yeah. or just no more? No, I think it's like it's, it's healthy. Like it's good for you because it's got like, quite a lot of vitamins in it. But the flavor, because it's so salty, it kind of brings up the flavor of a lot of other things. So if yeah. you're having a sandwich, butter, Vegemite, cheese, yeah, tomato, it's better, avocado. With a bit of Vegemite inside, it kind of elevates the flavor of everything else. It's a different label. Yeah, to kind of make it everything else a little ah. bit more delicious. So, oh, if you yeah. had it by itself, yeah, and you have too much of it, <laughs> it's yeah. very bad. It's very bad. It's very bad. So, it could be normal food for your brekkie. Yes. Right. Yeah. For most. For most of you know, I'm, I'm five percent Australian. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so, yeah. It's it's super common, super common brekkie food for Australian. Yeah. I think uh, every pantry. I wish you had bring brought them. I wish yeah. I brought some too. I, know, Damn. I really wanted to try. Should have thought of that. Yeah. You've thrown. Come, come to my place after this. Really? I'll, I'll make you some sandwich. Yeah, it's gonna be with Vegemite. Vegemite sandwich. Okay, that would be yeah. my pleasure. Fantastic. And what else? I got lamington cake. La- lamington. Oh, lamington. Yeah. Lamington. Is it a dessert? Lamington, right? Yes, that's lamington. a very popular dessert. It's kind of like a chocolate cake yeah. covered in uh, coconut flakes. Oh, it sounds great. Yeah, it's. Pretty, pretty basic, um, but yeah, I don't know. It's just like a thing that we... It's originated from Australia. Yeah, Australia or New Zealand. I think there's an argument between who... <laughs> it's argued, but it's always argued. Yeah. Australia and New Zealand, we're pretty much yeah. culturally... Culturally, culturally pretty much the same oh, compared okay. to the rest of the world. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, the lamington cake is is very popular. For, very popular. For everyone knows how to cook it. Mm-hmm. Everyone... Oh yeah, really? It's a, yeah. Like your home recipe. Yeah, yeah. Ah, okay. And how about Tim Tim Tam? Tim Tams. It's the best souvenir for a tourist. Right? Really, really the best. Yeah, everyone buy that. I I brought many with me. I found uh really the, brought the, the, the um, Chen PX Mart. Ah, uh, PX Mart. They, they sell yeah. Tim Tams. Oh really? Yeah. Uh huh. Best day of my life. It's the best it. combination for afternoon tea. It's right? So perfect. It's so yeah. Good. yeah. It's just like a little little chocolate biscuit. Yeah, it's chocolate. Biscuit. chocolate. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's really Easy, easy to like. Net, this one I've passed. We have a we call it the Tim Tam Slam. Yeah. Is when we have a cup of coffee, and you bite the top and the bottom of the Tim Tam, or like the two ends. Yeah. So it becomes kind of like a little bit of a straw, and then you suck the coffee up <laughs> really? through the Tim Tam. So, and, so, okay. and so it becomes, and so all of the the chocolate becomes all gooey and soft, and uh, oh, gee, really, it's, it's good. It's a bad. It's a better way to eat Tim Tam. It is. It's a local way. The best way. Well, the correct way, like using a straw, like using it like a straw with the coffee, is just perfect. perfect. Yeah, I'm gonna try That's that. That's the best day of your life. Oh probably. my gosh! <laughs> and also, um, meat pie. I've seen ah the meat pie. Yes. Have you ever seen meat pie in Taiwan? I mean, I, I there's a store called Australian Meat Pie, and oh, it's located right. in Tell the railway station. Where, where is it? In Taipei Main Railway Station. Oh, so there's called Australian. Okay, so it's a big thing. Before we go to my place in Vegemite, we're going to go there for me. Really? Okay, and that's yeah, oh, that's pretty good. It's yeah. yeah, it's super common. Like as a kind of takeaway food, the meat Take- pie is. Yeah. Is this could be a meal? I mean, no. yeah, yeah, a terrible meal, but or, it could or, be a, meal. a terrible meal. <laughs> if you if you hate, if you hate your body and your health, then yes, it's a meal. <laughs> wow, so it's kind of like snack. It's, for it's snack. like a snack, or like snack. a like an easy lunch. Like if you're, at, if you're at work, if you're and a rush, quick, yeah, yeah, just go to the Seven Eleven or something, get a. <laughs> meat pie from the, from the <laughs> oven there and oh okay yeah but meat pie is it doesn't sound like a possibly common for meat pie 
you don't really eat meat right for us, right? <laughs> As a dinner, it's pretty bad. Like you it's don't. Bad. <laughs> but why do you? Eat when you it? when you know you don't care about yourself, you'll have a meat right for dinner. <laughs> Oh yeah, but as a snack for lunch, yeah, yeah. Right, sure. Okay, with the tomato sauce, the ketchup, with tomato top, sauce, yeah. and there's some minced pork inside. Beef. Yeah, beef right. or it's it's like maybe half beef, half gravy. Oh wow, so it's like uh, in it's beautiful actually, sauce. It yeah. sounds really good. It's really nice, flaky yeah. pastry it's on fact, the top. And it tastes very crunchy. Yeah, right. and there's like flavors. You get like a steak and, and pepper, or yeah. you can get like uh, ones with like potato, uh, like a vegetarian yeah. one, quite good. Yeah. Um, but it's only for people who doesn't care about their health. Yeah, I mean it's like it's like junk food, man. <laughs> it's junk. Food. Yeah, I'll try it's junk food. Yeah, it's, it's not like yeah. healthy. But what else? What but else? it tastes so good. It tastes so good. Yeah. There's a really there's a great shop, like maybe two hours away from Melbourne. It's like jump in the car, go for two hours to this one shop. Yeah. Called the Beechworth Bakery, and they make a Ned Kelly what is pie. Ned? Ned Kelly was like a, an old, um, like a famous Australian. Criminal, because we have a lot of famous criminals. Yeah. So he was a bush ranger. Oh, we can get into the story of him. It's, it's great. Oh, okay. but, um, yeah, yeah. Basically, this uh, this pie is named after this yeah. like folk hero. Named after as a cr- <laughs> yeah. criminal. This criminal hero. That's crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This dude who like, yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. But he, um, yeah, but the pie is like, uh, it's like steak, pepper. Um, I think there's like bacon in it and an egg on top. Oh, sounds nice. Fantastic, man! It's worth driving two hours to get it. Yeah, and but it's also it also a meat pie. Yeah, it's, it's a meat pie, yeah. and it could be a meal. Yes, yeah, yeah okay. it could be a meal. Sounds good. Yeah. And what else? What else do you have? I think of the quintessentially Australian food: kangaroos. Yeah, it's a kangaroo. Kangaroos. Meat. Yeah, yeah meat. let's talk about kangaroos. Kangaroo meat is delicious because it's a lot. Yeah, because there's too many, we have to like control the population. Yeah, uh, to put it nicely. Yeah. Um, and once the, the the part of the population that has been controlled yeah. becomes dinner. Uh, do you it's really often, quite often? Uh, not, not, not often. It's because it is quite such a strong flavor. Um, yeah. Like sushi? No, sushi is not a strong flavor. Yeah, like, mm, I don't know. But like, I, I guess like deer. Have you ever had deer? Deer. Oh, yeah, deer. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's quite similar to that. Like, it's quite a strong, very gamey flavor. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, uh, Kangaroo steak. Kangaroo beautiful. steak. Yeah, beautiful. Yeah. But is there and any store specifically for kangaroos? No, no. Any no. any any butcher will have kangaroo. Uh, uh, really? Supermarkets have kangaroo. Oh, wow. Um, is it expensive? No. Cheap, no. Cheap, very cheaper than than beef, I think. Oh, wow. Yeah. Or at least as cheap. Uh, okay. So you can't farm kangaroo because they're, they're not very good at staying in one spot. They'll just yeah. jump over the fence. Uh-huh. Wow. <laughs> so yeah. they're like hunting kangaroos. Yeah. Are the only way yeah. to get it. Um, but yeah. Uh, kangaroos is pretty popular. Crocodile, yeah. crocodile. Cro- you eat crocodile? Yeah, we eat crocodile. How do we eat that? Uh, you know, their their feeder is quite. They're quite big, big and strong. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so less common, definitely, is the crocodile. But you also can find some crocodile in the market. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure. Oh my gosh! It's like a white meat. Um, I don't know what to compare it to. It's quite interesting. Like, how does it taste like? Um, have you had snake? We have snakes <laughs> in Taiwan, but I haven't yeah. tried it. Yeah, I guess it's like snake. I guess. Um, you mean test like snake? Yeah, it's like a it's like a white meat. It looks like fish, but it's okay. it's I don't know. It's, it's like fish. It looks like fish. It looks like it's like fish. that kind of like color of yeah. white hmm. of like cooked fish. But um, how how do you cook them? Like also like a steak. 
you, you yeah steak with a lot of like herbs and spices uh salt and pepper and things like that and grill it yeah Sounds, if you had it by itself with like no other flavors, then it's a little bit. But is it good? Why? Is it good? That's <laughs> no, all right. Yeah, it's, it's all right. It's not bad. Yeah, but now yeah. that's quite like commonly seen. Yeah. I never wake up going, man. I need some crocodile. <laughs> I could really go for some crocodile. <laughs> but kangaroos. Is, kangaroo is different. Kangaroo is different. Like, yeah, right. can, okay. Today's kangaroo day. Right. Yeah. yeah. Right. How about koala? Do is koala? No, no, no. no don't do kill koala. Yeah, and I think their their meat is quite. Um, unhealthy for humans. <laughs> <laughs> unhealthy? <laughs> it's not really? really? Yeah. Because wow. their diet is only uh, the eucalyptus leaf. Oh, yeah, so, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I think it's like close to poisonous for humans to eat <laughs> koalas. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And um, also koalas have got quite a lot of diseases mm-hmm, already. Mm-hmm. Uh, they have That's a lot kind of sexual diseases. It's uh, really? Koalas, is that koalas true? Are terrible animals. That's true? Yeah, they all have chlamydia or gonorrhea or syphilis or something. <laughs> like, they're all just infected. <laughs> They spend all day. You mean koalas, right? Yeah, koalas. And really? they spend all day getting high, eating this leaf that gets them high. <laughs> and so they just chill in the tree, and <laughs> they're just like gross well, animals. Yeah, that's they look cute, but they're just terrible. <laughs> <laughs> Let, that's one more Australian worth thing about koalas. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, you who say koala is a terrible animal. Yeah, that's yeah, the thing. Really, like, they look cute, but they're, they're, like, cute, but they're really evil. Nasty. Nasty. Yeah, nasty. And they, so, and they sound like they... The noise they make is really, like, gross. They sound like a dog barking, but, yeah. but like an angry dog. Angry? Like a big angry... Do they bark? Dog. Yeah, they bark. That's the noise they make. They At night? Yeah, yeah. Wow. Yeah. You think they have, like, a cute... I, I don't think no, they, they're gross. I don't think they have... <laughs> they, they can't speak. Yeah, they're kind of like, they bark like a dog. It's weird. They're just a weird animal. Can you try to imitate? No, no, no. no. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, they can bark. Yeah, it's just bizarre. Because for most of the time, they are sleeping. Yeah, yeah, they sleep most of the day. So once they wake up, they bark. Yeah, yeah, they just grunt. Crazy each other. animal. Yeah, crazy. Really weird animal. Well, how about, uh, do you eat emu? Mew? Yeah, we can eat emu. Emu? Yeah. It's, uh, can you describe what is emu? It's a bird. Emu right? is like a big. Weird bird. Weird bird. Yeah. Everything it's like, is it's like an ostrich. Like, um, what is ostrich? Ostrich. Uh, I guess it's like an emu. It's like uh, America has their own version oh, in Africa. Yeah. But it's a, it basically, it's a think of a bush. Like a, a bush with legs and a long neck like a giraffe and a dumb looking face. Sounds like a monster. It's a terrible animal. And they just, <laughs> if you're driving down the street and you see an emu, it's going to try and run at you because they're dumb. They're just the dumbest right. animal and they run really fast and they run fast at you and you're like, can you not? Can you go away? <laughs> Please. Wow. So they just hit your car. Yeah, yeah. Like if you're riding a motorbike, it's dangerous because an emu is going to try and... Even you didn't do anything. Yeah, not hit you, but get hit by you. They just <laughs> run out in front of cars and just stand there. Oh, okay. Like, right. And what, what do you normally do in your leisure time? I mean, uh, the reason I asked this question is because Peggy has been to Australia for one year. Yes, yeah. And I asked her, what changed you the most mm-hmm. after back, you're back to Taiwan? She said, probably I'm more chill. So yeah. from my impression for Australia, you're just really chill. Right? It's definitely so, like there's no sense of busyness, oh, I want to say. In like, Australia? Yeah, and I think Taiwan's oh, was... quite like this as well. Just, yeah. 
Taiwan, I would say more rush. Yeah, in the cities for sure. But once you get out of the cities, like I spent like a couple of weeks, uh, no, a week in Yilan, oh, Yilan earlier this year, or South and yeah, I, it was in Luodong, and oh, the lifestyle in Luodong is very like also kind of quite like Australia, yeah. like quite very, like Australia. Yeah, it's just very everyone was just chill. No one was in a rush to do anything. Yeah, yeah. like yeah, it's quite, more like countryside. Of yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think Australia's quite like this. Obviously, it's a, quite a broad statement. Like the cities can be can be quite busy sometimes, especially yeah. in yeah where yeah. the offices mm-hmm. are and the and the you know yeah um, the businesses. But I think Australians are pretty easy. Like nothing really upsets us that much. There's a very <laughs> not the Australian culture is a very jokey. Jokey? Yeah. Everything's a joke. Like, nothing's serious. <laughs> everything's a joke. Just have a laugh. No worries. You take Don't everything not serious at yeah, all. Yeah. All right. And so that's kind of, that's got me into trouble a little bit with like, <laughs> my Italian housemates because I'm just, I'm never serious. I'm always joking. Nothing in my life is serious. Wow. And so it sounds I weird. might make a joke to them and then they, well, because Italians are quite passionate. So yeah. maybe they, they take the joke a little bit. Uh-huh. Like, oh, okay. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's just me. It's just. It's just the way we are. Like yeah. Australians are quite laid back and it's actually pretty stuff. good. Yeah, yeah. you're probably the lastest depression people in the world. I hope so. Yeah, because we we take it pretty easy. Yeah, everything. We go to the pub easy. after work. And we yeah. go to the bar and we have a few drinks with our friends. And yeah, you know, go to the beach if the weather's nice. Because mm-hmm. all of this, all mm-hmm. of the cities are built on the coast, yeah. so the beach is only like twenty minutes. So oh, even yeah. at night, the beach is also quite hustle and bustling. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Especially in the summer. Maybe not so much winter, but in the summer. summer. Yeah. Everyone just, just lays on the beach. Yeah. yeah, drinking beers and hanging out beers. and whatever. Playing sports. Playing sports, yeah. yeah. Everyone's just pretty pretty easy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So exactly. It's no, really, no one's in a real rush. No one's nice. Just, yeah. Yeah. Well, so take your time. So Seriously, it's a really chill company. It's a, it's a pretty chill It's a pretty chill company. Uh, let's talk about... Working holidays. Mm. Yeah, let's go to the last topic is working holidays. So, you know, a lot of people just, well, go to Australia and do working holidays. Yeah. And probably it's, now it has become quite a big part of Australian economy, right? Yes. Yeah. So what's your opinion about it? Well, you Australian, uh, the working holiday is available to pretty much any country. I think not the US. There's like some weird thing with the US like but did it happen like, <laughs> but pretty much yeah. every other country yeah like, right you can get a one or two year yeah. visa to work uh, and just stay and work and do whatever um, but in China it's quite bigger than other countries yeah yeah so yeah. it's, a, it's a big waters. big part of the economy is yeah. um, definitely with uh, sort of like the cafe the restaurant kind of hospitality industry yeah there's the working holiday um, visa people uh, make up a huge percentage of yeah, people that work in yeah. this industry or on farms. Um, that's really popular for yeah. um, working holiday uh, people to work on a farm for yeah. three months, six months or something. Mm-hmm. You can earn quite a lot of money and you get to live yeah. in the middle of nowhere and sort of enjoy this part of the culture, I guess. Um, yeah. And also it's really important for the industry because maybe not a lot of people, local people want to work on a farm. Yeah, that's the re- so, question I'm going to ask you is mm-hmm. would local people 
would like to do the same job as those workers do? Uh, I think no. Like think working generally as no. a like slaughter no one, or a farmer. Yeah, or, no one really wants to do that. Yeah, really wants to do that. <laughs> yeah. But um, a lot of a lot of Australians do this for like six months or something. But it is really important to these industries that um, they have the working holiday yeah. uh, people to come and help work in these industries um, yeah. because Australia, like, it's mostly a big farm. Big farm Com- compared to like the, the size of yeah Australia, yeah yeah right it's mostly desert or farm so <laughs> someone someone's gonna work on the really? farm um, so yeah a lot we do get a lot of uh, I think if if you want to stay in Australia for a year for the working holiday visa you don't have to work on a farm but if you want to stay for two years then you have to work three months in a specific industry and so one of them is farm or tourism in a regional uh-huh. area I think like my French buddy did. Or she was going to do um, work in Tasmania That's for, right, yeah. for three months at a at a winery, mm. and I mean she wasn't specifically going to be working on the farm itself, but like in somewhere in the winery, like behind the bar or something like that, was enough to sort of satisfy that requirement mm-hmm. to stay longer. Yeah. So yeah, um, and now it has become the like it's took big part to be pulled out. Right. Yeah, so that's a big right. that's a big issue now is with the once it's pulled out, it's gonna strike your economy. <laughs> yeah, a lot of the right. farms are gonna run out of people to work there. Wow. So the the whole like ban on travel at the moment um, yeah. is a big question for these industries. Like, mm-hmm. how can they continue? There's still a lot of people in Australia that are on the working holiday visa. Yeah, and so there's a lot of um, try to push to get these people into these industries yeah. uh, and to, to help work out yeah. to provide the people on holiday to have a source of income because a lot of these other industries like mm-hmm. the cafe industry is kind of dried up like yeah. people are being asked to stay home so the cafes can't uh, be open yeah and so a lot of a few of my friends that are doing the local uh, the uh, working holiday yeah. visa uh, have lost their job because the cafes are closed now yeah so um they're looking at other options for what to do for work. And then you've got these farms that are saying, please come work for us and we'll pay you. And mm-hmm. so I think in the short term, the situation is going to be okay uh, or manageable at least. But I mean, it depends. Like if the global travel ban stays for too long and like what happens to these workers when their visa runs out, will they be asked to, to return to their countries or will there be some kind of like extension? Yeah. Um, I mean, we'll have to see what happens yeah. there. But but for foreigners, is it easy to get a job there? I mean, except for those kind of hospital, uh, hospitable yeah, industry. Yeah, I think it's. Um, it took my my French buddy it took her a long time to find a job, but I think she was being a little bit picky about what she wanted. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but no, she's got a, she's got a good job now. Um, in Australia. Yeah, 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 like working in a, in a nice cafe. Um, I've got a couple of my Taiwanese friends, uh, chefs. They work in cafes there. Yeah. Um, one of my Taiwanese friends now plays rugby. Uh, <laughs> As a player? As a player, yeah, yeah. Professional league? Uh, I think semi-pro. She plays in like the women's league. Whoa, and, uh, wow. Yeah, she's a champion, man. Wow. She's done very she well. is yeah. she. Yeah, strong. Wow. Strong, strong to play yeah. rugby. Strong and fast. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I think uh, like... 
I've, I've forgotten what the question was actually. Uh, <laughs> no, no, I mean, I mean, like, we went to for, for foreigners, it's easy to get a job there. Ah, easy, yeah. Except yeah, for those kind of industries, hospital. Yeah, I think for for me trying to find a job in Taiwan, it was a lot easier for them to find a job in Melbourne. But I think it's it's, it's hard to compare those two because it's okay. such a such a different environment, such a different right, kind right, of right, right. Uh, working um, situation whatever but um yeah i think it's yeah generally not too hard to find a job mm-hmm. uh, every everywhere i've worked we've had working holiday and also you got a lot of people. chinese company there. a lot of chinese companies yeah chinese and so i mean for people that are bilingual english mandarin chinese, probably. um there's huge yeah uh, that's a massive like if you can speak chinese and english and you want a job in australia mm-hmm. easy no so easy you, you'll get a job anywhere because they I mean, so much business connection with China that having yeah. having someone that can speak Chinese, like they'll just hire you for. You don't have to have a degree or anything. Oh, <laughs> well, like, oh you yeah. speak Chinese? Come on. <laughs> well, you, know, you can run this department. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, how, how's the average wage monthly? monthly. Uh, ooh, monthly. Yeah. I, I don't. Because a lot of just wages. go to Australia because it's yeah. higher wage, right? It's definitely it's definitely high. Yeah. Like, so how much? You, you can earn a lot of money. Um, I don't know. I was earning like. Six thousand Australian dollars a month. What's that in Taiwanese? Six thousand Australian six, dollars. Six thousand How's dollars. the exchange rate? Twenty three. Twenty three something. Twenty. Yeah. What's, what's well, less than twenty three plus uh, multiple. That's uh. That, that's that's like pretty much. Actually, yeah, actually, pretty much. Yeah, well, it's it's good, but it's good. The problem is then the cost of living is quite high as well. Oh so, yeah. <laughs> you yeah. Think of whatever you want to buy, and then you how much for a bottle of uh, bottle of water? Bottle of water is maybe uh, do the maths in my head. Like, is is milk maybe cheaper maybe than 80, water? Eighty kuai. Eighty kuai for a bottle. I mean, and the new uh, new eighty dollars. Yeah, yeah. So everything, just wow. whatever you think it is, double it, double. and that's pretty safe. <laughs> but so, also, oh, I except so, cigarettes. Cigarettes. Cigarettes are cheap. So expensive. Yeah. So expensive. Like, well, you can buy one packet here for one hundred more, more or less one hundred. Yeah, you buy one cigarette in yeah. Australia for one hundred. You it, co- it costs you a packet for a thousand. Australia dollars. Yeah, a packet of cigarettes is like a thousand. Oh 000. shit! Yeah, crazy. Then you have to smuggle tons of cigarettes. You have to. You have to. <laughs> you, there's, there's ways. There's yeah, ways to. Yeah, buy. yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> in Taiwan it's cheaper, right? Right, so way cheaper so than in Australia. Yeah. Well, third. I mean, one hundred. Australia dollars? Oh no, like um, maybe forty Australian. Forty, dollars? forty Australian. Yeah, still for a packet. Wow, this is what crazy, crazy. So you don't have. I mean, I guess it's like good because it's so more guess... expensive. It is the harder it is to buy, and then you smoke less, so it's healthier. And yeah, I understand that argument, but also <laughs> what? it's so expensive. <laughs> so I guess lung cancer is not a big thing in Australia. Right? Um, no, not as big as skin cancer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, skin yeah. cancer is the big yeah. one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because it's the sun. The sun's too hot. Yeah. Okay. So, the thing is, quite the, pretty much today's topic we're gonna talk about. Yeah. We're gonna we have to, you know, to sum up for mm. what we're to, uh, we're talking about today is yeah we learned some Australian slang, uh, breaky. <laughs> uh, we are <laughs> going uh, breaky. We are going. That's uh, what's most um, impressive one for me. Breaky. Yeah. 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 I, I, what, what do you say? Or a beer, uh, a cup of beer. Uh, frothy, frothy, or a froth dingo. Froth dingo, froth yeah. dingo. Oh, it's cool. Froth dingo. I'm Delicious. gonna remember it. 
Mm. Yeah, so we talk about some Australian food, culture, historical stuff, and yeah, some natural view. Yeah, it's a quite a big thing. Yeah. What, what what has surprised you the most? For me, uh, surprise is you say koala is quite a weird animal. Yeah, koala <laughs> that surprises everyone. <laughs> no, I mean, yeah, everything is quite fresh yeah. for me. Yeah. A lot of interesting stuff. Yes. Yes. Thank you, Shano, Shana. to be joining us today. Yeah, so uh, I'm going to post up help. So see you guys next time. Bye bye. Yeah, how, how do you say bye bye in Hebrew? Bio? I'm saying Hebrew. 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 Yeah, Hebrew. Okay, guys. Or tough now. Tough now. Tough now. Hebrew. Okay, guys. Hebrew. Tough now. See you.